morning. This is Sean Davis. Welcome to the Sean Davis Show. How y'all doing today? Today we're going to be discussing ghost lights. Ghost lights. Now, I don't know. I had some people comment saying that they had found that they'd seen them and everything, but no one ever really gave me any stories this week. So I'm going to my own story. Um, first time I ever heard about them, I was a, a young man, uh, probably a teenager or whatever. I was discussing with my great grandpa. He was talking about how uh, this area that we're going to talk about, this Hidalgo Ghost Light area, how that uh, there was this uh, probably 15, 20 mile radius, you know, as the crow flies in the mountains. This area is all pretty close together. Um, he said there was a little old lady being terrorized by a light at night. And him and his brothers was going over there and staying with this lady all night long because this light kept coming up to them, you know. And, and uh, while they were there, the light never did show up. But this lady was totally terrified. And, of course, my grandpa thought she was either making it up or thought that she was, uh, uh, you know, making it up because she was lonely, I think is what he told me. But this is a story. Anyway, this little lady's been terrorized every night by this light that keeps... Like a looks like a lantern floating through the woods coming towards her house, and uh, it just comes up there and stops and never goes no further. And she can't see anybody, she hollers at them, Hey, come on in, who are you? She shoots at it, whatever. Nothing happens, you know, and, and it just never happens. So, <clears throat> so my grandpa and some of his brothers start going over there in their stand at this house. and with this little old lady. Of course, they're getting aggravated. They don't want to be here with this old woman all night. You know, what's going on with this lady? You know, she's tripping out. She's just lonely. She's all by herself. And uh, she he thinks that she's just wanting company, you know, someone to sit there with her. And finally, my grandpa, he gets up and walks over there, and she said, well, it's here almost every night, especially when it's raining or it's dreary and dark and there's no clouds. And... My grandpa says, well, it's raining now, and I'm standing here looking out the window, and it's not showed up yet. So, you know, he, he didn't believe her, obviously. My grandpa being a huge skeptic of anything like that. Uh, my great-grandpa being hugely skeptical. Uh, so, but that's the first time I'd ever heard of a ghost light. I've never heard anybody else ever talk about anything like this. But I've seen, as, after doing some research, there's some YouTube videos with it. You can do ghost light and look up some YouTube videos, and you'll find some. You'll find some uh, places, you know, where they've went and looked and, and possibly seen some or whatever. But uh, long story short, we go on a few, a little while later, and my best friend, my brother-in-law, his dad was talking about a light that would come to him in the woods down there in Hidalgo. Uh, but he'd be coon hunting, and he thought it was the game warden. Well, you know, he would be out there hunting, you know, and... Uh, It'd be his property or whatever, but the game warden always gave you trouble, or it could have been people out pot growing, or this, that, or the other, and you just didn't want to run across someone you didn't know in the area of the woods where, you know, they weren't supposed to be anybody else there but you. So, you know, a lot of times you'd have a, a gun on you for snakes or whatever, and the game warden caught you out with the dog and with the gun. You know, they're going to be saying, oh, you're shooting out your, you're shooting out, uh, coons instead of letting them letting just letting your dogs run or just training you're 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 actually shooting them out of the tree or something and you're not gonna you know with snake shots you're not gonna shoot a coon out of a tree if anybody knows anything about coons 
probably won't even reach that high. But, you know, it's still a big ordeal, a big hassle. They can do all kinds of things to it if they want to. So, you know, long story short, you see a light in the woods, you just turn your light off. Not that you're doing anything illegal. It's just you just don't want to be uh, seen. If, if it's a dope grower, a lot of times they will... Well, I'll tell you this instance. Uh, I was out one night coon hunting and uh, dogs treed and we started up the holler and over over the mountain down the holler and got almost right across from where the dogs was at treed but we had to go way down this side of the mountain and back up another side and it's cold it's winter it's fur season it's coon season and we see uh somebody with a light on there at our trees uh at the at the tree where the dogs are so we shut our lights off thinking you know it's the game warden and we didn't exactly know where we was at we thought we was off my buddy's property but it wasn't really for sure so we shut our lights off and just watched and i was whispering to the guy with me i was like hey uh you know is, uh, is that on you is that you know is this your grandpa's place is this your you know or is this your someone else's place is this one of his neighbors or what and he's like i'm, I'm not for sure I said I'm, I'm you know this is uh we went on the other side of the mountain. I've sort of turned around. I don't really know exactly where we're at right now. So we sit there and we watched. And I said, what is that? Who is that? Is that the game warden? He said, I don't think it's the game warden. Because the game warden would hiss the dog on the tree. And as we edged, uh, the game warden will hiss the dog on the tree so that he's barking more and carrying on more. And he'll, to get you to come to him so he can check you out to see if you got a pistol to see if you got this to see if you got that got your hunting license all that kind of thing well anyway we get down down a little bit closer we can look almost straight across you know we shut off our lights and we just ease down through there to watch and see what's going on this guy is beating the crap out of our dogs off this tree i mean he's kicking them he's smacking them he's hitting them trying to beat these dogs off this tree and trying to run them off so what that was was you know it was real close to uh them harvesting their their dope you know they harvest it like after the first frost or real close to the frost anyway what we had done we got on somebody's pot patch you know and they were beating the crap out of our dogs trying to get us trying to get them to leave so that would bring us in there to them well that's a situation you could get killed in so what we did was you know we crawled out of that place now this was 20 years ago i doubt i can even find this place anymore uh, no it's more like 30 years ago because i was i was almost 20 uh nearly 30 years ago anyway me and my buddy we're crawling out of there you know because hey we don't know what kind of ammo this guy's got we don't know who he is or nothing but he's beating the crap out of a bunch of coonhounds you know trying to get them off this tree and he obviously doesn't want them there. And he sure as heck ain't going to be happy when he sees us there. And we don't know how many guys are with him. So we scooch on out of there. They had a big enough pot patch. They'll kill you over. You know, they'll they'll kill you. Leave you in the woods. But anyway. Anyway, we. that is why a lot of guys will turn their lights off when they see another light coming to them in the woods. So anyway, my, my brother-in-law's father, he's down there in the woods. and He's coon hunting. He sees this light coming down the hill real slow but he can't tell who it is he thinks well you know it's a flashlight of a of you know the game warden or something so he turns off his light and he just sits down real close to the tree 
And this light comes right by him, just goes right by him, just keeps easing right on along, comes right by him. And he uh, uh, circles around him, and he can see that there's absolutely nothing holding this light. It's just like a ball of light, just a ball of light out there in the out there in the uh, out there just floating along in the woods and he said it happened to him quite often you know and sometimes it would circle him and sometimes it would circle him real fast and like it just raised up out of the air and just vanished and you know it was uh, you know it was something that was really strange something to really see you know you know if you if you like that sort of thing he said one night he was sitting on the front porch of his house and he was looking over at the mountain across from him of course the trees the leaves were all gone and he could see a light and he sat and watched it for i don't know seemed like he said 10 15 minutes or something like that he watched this light trace around this mountain real 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 slow up and down the mountain they go all the way down just zigzagging down then he come all the way back around and go back up the other side and come back around and it sit there and done that for I don't know 15-20 minutes he said he watched it a long time a long time we'll just say that and while he's watching it there a long time he noticed it starts getting faster and faster and faster and he said it just a you know just in a little while after he started speeding up it got so fast that it illuminated a figure eight on the side of that mountain and just got extremely bright that figure eight did and then just vanished very odd phenomenon very very odd well <laughs> you go along and you, you hear these stories you think well you know there's nothing to some of this stuff you know he's trying to scare us out of the woods trying to keep us from getting down in there and getting snake bit or there's also a hole down there that in the creek that you fall in and you know never be found because it was like 300 foot deep and and uh if you went down in it you was just gone you know there's no coming out so uh you know there's no no way of getting out of there they said they dropped a rope down in it and you know with a rock and never hit bottom so at 300 feet or something like that down inside this spring this mountain and you know he said you know we didn't need to be playing in there as kids because we played in there all the time. And uh, he said, y'all, you don't need to be playing in there. We dropped that down in there, and, you know, and 300 feet or something like that. There was, It was still going. We just ran out of rope and had to pull it back up. So, you know, uh, didn't want us down there playing around that place, especially at night and everything else. And that close to that spring and that creek that ran, ran out of that spring. You know, I just figured it was something like that, you know, something, you know, to uh, kind of scare us kids away, you know, and, you know, I thought about my grandpa, you know, and stuff he said, you know, it's just, uh, just people, people with nothing better to do, nobody had TVs much back then, and, uh, well, I mean, they had some TV, but you had uh, antennas, and you didn't get very good signal, and, you know, people told a lot of stories and tales just to try to keep, uh, you know entertainment you know and that's kind of what i figured it was well one night we was having revival at church down in hidalgo and we decided that we were going to go coon hunting so uh, a bunch of us brought our dogs well i brought my dogs and 
uh, took them to church with me, and you know, and after church, we decided to go kind of hunting up there in this area. Well, uh, and we went over to my best friend, brother-in-law's house. You know, him and my sister wasn't dating then. Was, uh, my sister three years younger than us, and we were in high school, sixteen, about 16 years old. So, uh, but the pastor's son, he decided he was going to go with us. Adam was his name. Adam and, and Bobby, we were sitting there, you know, and we decided, hey, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go cone hunt and see what we can get. So, I took my dogs, and, and Bobby had his dogs, and uh, we left out, and we went hunting, you know, and they, they didn't seem to be much interested in hunting, you know, it was kind of a weird night, I mean, it was a perfect night for coon hunting, but no one seemed to be uh, interested, the dogs just, you know, wouldn't get away from us very far, they'd run for a little ways, you know, wasn't picking up nothing, wasn't hitting nothing, and it's a good area, you know, just a good area to be hunting in, and you'd think there'd be plenty of wildlife, you know, coons in there, but nothing, wasn't hitting nothing, it was just, I don't know, like, like they weren't even out looking really, you know, but they were away from us a little bit. Well, after a little while, the dogs finally went on and, and started hunting and going up and down the hills and stuff. And we could hear them, you know, here and there. And we worked our way on up to the, uh, on up to the hill. And we come to a field where his neighbor had a, a log yard because he had been logging on it. Of course, you know, the, uh, neighbors like that they usually have permission to hunt on one another in this area anyway if you're on good terms and everybody's good terms you know nobody cares really you know if you're a you know if you're a, a good neighbor or whatever and, and uh you, you can usually hunt on one another with no problem but uh back in those days anyway well, anyway they're hunting we're hunting there and uh, uh the dogs are out running and actually looking and hunting and smelling around see if they can pick up a trail and we come up out of an old log road into this field, and we're just we just kind of stopped there for a minute because it's it's quiet, it's peaceful, and we could see way out there, you know, long ways off from us, and, you know, and it's just a nice clear spot to to stop in and pause and listen for your dogs to hit trail or pick up something, and and uh, you know, let the chase begin. Well, it wasn't just for a minute. The dogs come right back to us. They were out there just for a little ways. And just, I don't know how long we stood there. A bunch, three boys standing there talking about girls and God and life. I mean, how, uh, I don't know how much time passed, you know, while we were standing there shooting the breeze, you know, so to speak. So the dogs come back to us, all four dogs. Bobby's two dogs, old Dan, little Ann, and my dog, Clint and Ginger. They, they come back and, and, uh, you know, they're right there underneath their feet, and we can't get them to go hunt. They just all over us, you know, just all over our feet, you know, up between our legs. Just, you know, they're not whining or carrying on. They're just, they won't get leave. They won't go hunt. We could say, get them, get them. And the dogs won't go nowhere. They just stay froze right there. You know, all four of them, they're not fighting. You know, they're not wrestling around, playing together like puppies do. They just come back to us and stayed. Well, <clears throat> Me and Bobby and Adam, I don't remember who seen them first. But out there in the middle of the field, it was like two headlights come on. We're like, oh, is that the game warden? And we just paused and watched. And these two lights were side by side 
perfect, about the size of a, uh, about this, about the right width and distance of the headlights, you know, on a truck or something. Well, these lights come up, and we thought there's truck. We thought, oh, that's Junior. He's seen us come up through here, and he's uh, or heard our dogs and barking here and there, and uh, he uh, he's come up here to see who we are. Or, or talk to us or whatever, you know, didn't think nothing about it. Well, these two lights start across the field real slow, side by side, perfect distance the entire time, looks like car headlights. Well, they go all the way around the field. They get over there close to us. When they get real close to us, like, like right there, right then, you know, like we can see what they are, they start spinning super. I mean, like, and they lit up the entire field like it was one big light. It was just a big, huge, two big, huge streaks all the way around the field. You couldn't even see that they were a light, you know. And there was no way it was like a truck or something like that. These things were floating and they were spinning. I don't know how to explain it. Almost supersonic speed around this field. They illuminated the entire field and they didn't even look like balls anymore. They looked like two big streaks of light. And my dogs ran. Bobby's dogs ran. The Bobby ran. The preacher's kid ran. I ran. I tell you what. I mean, this is bad to say, but we didn't turn on no lights or nothing. We got out of there. <laughs> and uh, Bobby Atkinson, he's, you know, he's 6'3". He run like a deer. Only time in my entire life I ever outran this kid. Uh, he's a man now, but when we were kids, the only time I ever outran this guy was that night. And I ran as hard as I could. <laughs> I could hear him yelling, wait up, wait up. But I got the heck out of there. I don't know what the heck that was, but it scared off a bunch of dogs that are, you know, fighters or hunting dogs that are, if you know anything about a hunting dog, hunting dogs may now fight. You know, even if they lose, they'll, they'll still fight. They got some grit about them. Whatever that was scared the crap out of all four of those dogs, and those dogs ran. And I know, well, those dogs are running. I don't want to mess with this thing. So I got the heck out of Dodge too, right? Now I'm running down through there. And I didn't stop till we got on this on his other neighbor's back porch. I jumped on that porch, and my dogs was with me. And then they come, and then they, uh, Bobby and Adam, they 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 follow behind. But we ran half a mile or a mile down down the hill and down through the woods till we got to the neighbor's house. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> scared as I ever been. My life did not know what the heck it was, but I ran as hard as I could. Uh, that's a funny story. If y'all have any stories like this, uh, please like and share this. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, we're, we're available. Uh, follow us on Facebook. If you have any stories you'd like to share, share them with us. Uh, right now our ads are turned off. Uh, working on getting back up on Spotify with this changeover. And... Uh, so we are listener supported anything that you want to support we appreciate it not asking for nothing but you know it's it's available uh, <clears throat> but uh, we need to try to get our subscribers up to a thousand and get YouTube going get our uh, subscribership up on 
on Spotify to get it get it up there. So if you have any stories, send them to us. Uh, messages here. We'll contact you, reach out to you. We'll get your story. We'll tell your story or get you on the air with us, get you on the podcast. Uh, thank you all for your time. Please like, subscribe, and share. Peace out, brothers.